Konnichiwa and welcome to another episode of the Japan Rugby Weekly Podcast. I'm Doug the Translator and this week I react to the news that All Black Damian McKenzie has reportedly signed with Japan Rugby Powerhouse Santori Sangalai. Let's go! Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to Japan Rugby Weekly Podcast. Uh, this week I've got a shorty but hopefully a goodie. Um, there's been a bit of news out with a few signings for the new competition that's going to start next year, so I thought I'd uh, quickly fill you guys in on that. Um, I guess most of you follow rugby or know, but just in case. Uh, but first, I guess uh, the Olympics are officially um, over. Now we're on to the Paralympics starting in Tokyo, uh, and we're in Obon week uh, in Japan at the moment, which is a holiday in Japan. Uh, it's a Buddhist event, I think. Uh, where you're kind of celebrating your ancestors. Um, so yeah, every year, just to explain Obon a bit, uh, your ancestors, their spirits return back to our world, to earth, uh, to visit, I guess, the relatives, us. Um, so a lot of times in Japan, Obon is a time when you go back to your, your parents' house or your hometown, uh, and you kind of lay out food, uh, at their, uh, grave and like clean their grave and stuff. And yeah, they'll come say hi. Uh, and that's normally from August 13th to, uh, the 16th. So Friday to Sunday this year. Uh, and yeah, obviously COVID makes it a bit hard. The government obviously doesn't want people to travel interstate too much or into prefecture. But yeah, it's one of the main, uh, holidays over here. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't really done too much for it. Uh, we've had the week off with, uh, the Dinobores, uh, for Auburn, but I've just, um, stayed around, uh, in my apartment, just uh, having a bit of relax. It's been a bit rainy as well, uh, which isn't ideal, but yeah. Uh, and then on other news related to Doug, the mighty Vodafone Warriors, uh, the New Zealand Warriors from the Rugby League competition, have won two on the trot. We're still alive for the uh, playoffs. So go the Warriors. Come on, boys. We can do this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, now on to the main topics. Uh for our 15s, our union, uh, the first one, big news, just out today, uh, well, I guess reportedly, that Damian McKenzie uh, is not going to be in Super Rugby next year because he signed a deal like Bowden Barrett did last year, or this year, I should say, um, to play with the Japan club Santori, San Goliath. So uh, I guess if signed there to play 10, maybe? I haven't seen that... It doesn't look like they've signed any um other big tens at this stage, so I guess it's to cover. But I mean, should be pretty uh, electric in the Japan competition. Um, I think the fast game will really definitely suit him. I think he's still only twenty six or something as well. So, um, yeah, and I'm guessing you know making billions off that Santori. Uh, obviously, pretty famous uh, at least in Japan for their uh, whiskey, and they and distribute um, the Pepsi products over here. So uh, pretty big in the drink industry and obviously got a lot of cash. Um, probably just, yeah, well, a half-year deal and probably, you know, going to make millions. Um, but he's not the only one who's coming over. Uh, there's also news that the Highlanders hooker, Ash Dixon, is uh, also coming to NEC Green Rockets for two years. Um, and that's the team that recently signed uh, Michael Chica is their kind of head of rugby kind of thing. 
And they've also got uh, Manuel Lemeki, who was at Senex. Uh, before that, he was at Honda, and he's he's one of the uh, big stars for the Japan national team. Um, real powerful winger, heaps of skill. Uh, there's also news that they've signed uh, Tom Marshall there as well, so it looks like it's a pretty exciting team that they're starting to build there. They haven't really won too many games in the last few years. There are a few people who were surprised that they were in that top division, but it looks like they've recruited well, and... Um, yeah, I guess it looks like they're going to go well this year, which will be good to see. Um, the hooker, I think, is... Uh, you don't normally see too many hookers come over to play. Uh, a lot of the times the front rowers are normally in um, just Japanese or at least Japanese passports, and a lot of teams use their foreign, I guess, spots uh, in place like the centers or wingers, tens, uh, and sometimes nine. Um, but a lot of times in those kind of big areas, a lot in the, in the lock area and the back row as well you don't really see front row too much uh there obviously are a few um teams that have them notably uh, malcolm marks at kubota obviously real big name and he's helped them a lot uh they got a lot further than they normally do last year and they were now i guess considered one of the big powerhouses so uh yeah i guess maybe that's started the trend and a lot more hookers might be coming over uh obviously i've played a, a whole of seven minutes at hooker for one game in the under 85 uh, competition and 85 kg competition in New Zealand so I know all about that hooking role I was in one scrum I uh, didn't know I had to duck my head and uh, kind of head butted the opposition's shoulder uh, so yeah obviously I'm an expert but that hooking role it's um such an important role obviously scrums but that line out I don't think there's a harder skill than that line out throw in rugby so um, yeah, I guess that experience will help them out. Uh, be interesting to see how he goes in that scrum surrounded by his Japanese players and it'll be a bit harder for him to, uh, communicate, especially when you're on the field. There's no translators there or anything. So yeah, be interesting to see how that goes, but good luck to him and to, uh, Damien McKenzie as well. Um, so yeah, a lot of teams getting a lot of big names, uh, should be a really exciting season and, Hopefully uh, we can get a bit more of a crowd presence as well. Uh, hopefully this COVID situation settles down by then. I was hoping it would be done by now, but it's kind of getting worse in Japan before it gets better. A few more people are getting vaccinated, so hopefully uh, it will be a bit more open soon. But we just got to gun by there for a bit more, and uh, hopefully it all gets better soon. And yeah, like I said, it's going to be a real short episode this week. I uh, want to keep it short and sharp. No one's to hear me drown on, drown on but I haven't done Japanese Word of the Week uh in a while but there's one that people a lot of people use in japan that you've maybe haven't heard uh before um and it's called betsu butter it's got nothing to do with rugby um you might be able to use it if you come over and watch a bit of the uh japan rugby league one in the coming years but betsu butter means i guess like separate stomach if you uh talk about it uh directly or you translate it directly uh, but it's basically uh like means you've got a separate stomach for anything sweet. So even if you're really full after you've eaten an amazing meal, maybe a bit of yakiniku or shabu shabu or uh, okonomiyaki after that, if you still want dessert, um, that's because you've got a betsu butter, a uh, separate stomach, which is like an, almost like, you know, a special stomach where you can uh, fit a little bit of extra uh, sweetness in. So um, there's your word of the week. Uh, hopefully you can use it. Uh, very niche, very specific. But I love a bit of sweet stuff. Uh, destroy a few donuts on my cheat days. So, yeah, 
uh, I can't wait to use that this week. I know, thanks again for listening, and uh, yeah, hope you enjoy it. If anyone in Japan, uh, enjoy your born, stay safe, and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you again next week. Let's go.